Good morning. Welcome to your Friday morning briefing. Here's what you need to know to start your day with your host, former Saturday Night Live superstar Joe Piscopo, produced by Joe Sebelia, with news guy Al Gatulo, and traffic with Debbie Duhame. This is the Joe Piscopo Show on AM 970. The answer. Modern music from Al. All right. In 1984. <laughs> that's new. That's new. For you. I know. No Billy Holiday available, huh? All right. That's all right. Hey, 806. Uh, Joe on the radio. Great to have you with us on AM 970. The answer is Friday. It's February 16th. It's uh, Everything that's just going on is just so crazy. I can't believe it. You know, I don't think I'd be thinking about it if, um, again, we weren't on the radio and but you're on the radio and you have to do your homework. So I said I watch the news and then they get like sucked in, you know. And I and I go, wow, what's happening with this Fannie Willis situation? Like what's what's happening with in Washington? And I see it all unfold. So that's why I have this I have this this neat, this responsibility to to um huh? To no, just to- real quick, if for, if you're going to prosecute the former president, just make sure that you have no skeletons in the closet, <laughs> that you have nothing going on. Like how dumb. Is this woman that all of this stuff that's that's happened to her and uh, cash and this and by the way nobody said yesterday have um you know I kept cash from my campaign uh hello that's illegal I'm sorry <laughs> yeah but you know the problem is this gal this Fannie Willis character uh, who's going after Donald Trump with a quote unquote Fulton County you know uh, shenanigans they think in uh, in the election uh, this gal could to walk they could let her i mean that's how crazy it is that's what i'm talking about so here we are speaking the truth on the uh, radio that's why we're always proud to bring uh, folks that do speak the truth and work so hard for you and those folks are few and far between in politics these days but we're proud to bring congresswoman nicole maliatakis to the airwaves a longtime friend doing such a great job representing new york's 11th congressional district congresswoman welcome back to the show nicole great to have you with us how are you this morning good to be with you joe thank you well we appreciate i don't know how you're dealing with it down there god bless you young lady how it's such a zoo that's going now more than ever. It seems more confusing. Now, can we start with the Mayorkas impeachment? Uh, where where does it go from here? Uh, do they? Uh, it goes to the Senate, correct, Nicole? That's what happens next. That's right. It goes to the Senate, and from what I understand, they are going to hold uh, a, a trial, and we'll see what wow. happens. But I think yeah. this this entire exercise is about getting the facts to the American people. I don't necessarily have faith that the Senate will do the right thing here because, um, you know, Chuck Schumer uh, oftentimes tries to uh, take good legislation and kill it, and I imagine he will do the same with this impeachment. However, um, if we can get the facts out to the American people so they know that this administration has been willfully denying the law and also that they have prohibited Customs and Border Protection enforcement agents from making arrests and deporting individuals who are convicted criminals. Literally, Mayorkas sent a memo to the CBP agents telling them that if you come across somebody who is convicted criminal, that's not enough. That's not alone should be grounds for deportation, which is yeah. absolutely outrageous. So, number of laws under the INA, number of provisions under the INA that he has violated, and that is why he was being impeached. Yeah, and and it's nice to see uh, Congress at least 
a, you know, doing something, doing something and, and, and working. Cause I know how hard you work. And there's a couple other folks down there. Uh, majority leader, uh, Scalise was with us yesterday on, on the radio. He's a personal friend doing a great job. So, uh, and with, if it, before I get to the great things that you're doing, uh, that th- these, uh, Meliotakis initiatives that we love, Nicole, what's happening with this uh, foreign aid situation went from the Senate to the house. W- will that not pass now for sure? Well, the package as it is coming from the, the Senate will not pass in the House because it lacks something very important, which is our border security. Look, we tried to pass a clean aid package for Israel, and Senator Schumer just would not uh, support Israel to, to kind of get that off the table. Um, and that's unfortunate, right? Because that's yeah. he's holding up Israel aid. There's no reason to do that if it's a clean bill. Yeah. Uh, the second thing is uh, what they're trying to do, and their priorities are foreign aid. I mean, they made it very clear in the Senate. Our priority is securing the border. We passed HR two, our Border Security Act, in May, and Senator Schumer has been sitting on it, refuses to allow a vote. And I believe if he brought that bill for a vote, it would pass the Senate. Now, with the bipartisan bill that they tried to give us. The issue is it, it once again gives the president discretion. I mean, he can, you know, he may have to shut the border down after 5,000 people come in on average in one week, but then he has that discretion to open it the very next day. It doesn't require that it's shut down for a period of time. Amazing. And if the president is not using the current discretion he has, which he has authority right now under law, to reinstate Remain in Mexico, to end catch and release, to completely shut down the border, to change the asylum uh, and and parole, which he he has used all those things, but unfortunately he used it in the opposite way, to open our border and to allow more people in. So if he's not using that current discretion now, how can we count on him using the discretion that's given to him in the Senate bill? The House bill, however, very clearly says it requires the president to do it. So it doesn't give discretion that he won't use. It it makes him do it. And that is why we believe the House bill is the one that needs to be passed. But we're willing to negotiate with the Senate, right? That's what compromise is about. There's two houses. Obviously, Republicans only control one-third of the the federal government here by a very, very tiny majority. Mm -hmm. But we need the Senate to pass something reasonable, pass something, and then we can reconcile our differences. They could not even pass that bipartisan bill that they were touting, uh, which does not secure the border like we need it to be. Well said, uh, Congresswoman Nicole Maliatakis. Uh, tell us about the uh, vote against the moratorium on natural gas. Why would the Biden administration want this moratorium on natural gas to begin with? Well, you know, if you're if people listening, I mean, I'm sure they're looking at their electric bill, right? And their their yep. gas price. I mean, my parents yep. yesterday were complaining to me about how high elect, the electric bill is, and it's 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 the direct result of the policies that we've seen, not just from the Biden administration, very anti energy policy, uh, really crushing American production. But here in New York, look what they've done. They've closed uh, Indian Point power plants, uh, and that that actually accounted for 25% of New York City's electricity. Uh, so they have decimated American energy production here in the United States, and as a result, we're seeing high energy costs. Now, the president wants to further hurt American energy production by putting a moratorium on all um, facilities that export uh, LNG, right? So new facility projects, a lot of them are in Texas and, and down south, but they create American jobs. 
They foster uh, American energy, which we desperately need. Right now, uh, we, we, we could use that LNG to support our allies as well in Europe, so they're not reliant on Russian energy, which is, right. you know, I, th- I thought that was one of the president's things, right? He, want, he wants to win this war against Russia, but you, you, you don't want to help Europe have an alternative energy supply, and the LNG that we produce can help them as well. Uh, so all of that is having an impact. This anti-energy policy of the president is why people are seeing rise in food costs, gas costs, electricity costs. Remember, every food that you eat, it's got to come from somewhere, and we've got to transport it somehow, and we usually do that, uh, and we need energy to do that, right? So all of this inflationary, um, it is a combination of what the Democrats' massive spending from last cycle plus the anti-energy agenda. That is why these prices still remain high for everyday people. He is, they're so out of touch, and the reason we're at war is is energy. Uh, it, the whole thing is energy. If we were energy dominant, like we learned on this show uh, from our friend Katie McFarland, she told us early on, Nicole Maliotakis, energy, if you're energy dominant the way Donald Trump ran it in the last administration, Putin can't move. We, we're, and then to work with Iran, and then to import oil, bunker oil, which is the worst oil you can import from, like, Venezuela, and, yeah. and then this, and then this from Biden. He does this. Nicole, he goes, he goes, and the, no, all EVs by 2035. It's been an abject failure. It's a failure to, you know, Ford now, they're shutting down uh, auto plants because of it. This Ford was costing Ford $60,000 per car to try to make the EVs. And then the telltale sign for me is I see, um, I saw a commercial for like Infinity or something uh, yesterday and they said, oh, it's a hybrid. Now they're going to go to the hybrid. Now we're going to go back. But the administration is so darn stubborn in this because they go with that world reset mentality. And I know you guys, that's why I, I don't know how you, how you do it down there because you know you're looking at your colleagues. They know they're wrong. They know that you're the one who's right, Nicole Malitakis. Yet you got to smile and you try to do it in a nice way. And I wish everybody could work the way you do when you work with Josh Gottheimer. Representative Lawler works with Josh Gottheimer. It's nice to see that because the rest of these people are seem to be nuts. But get, getting locally, if I can, well, go ahead, Nicole. Yeah, I got to hear, hear yeah, your I'm, thoughts on that. I mean, look, you're, you're absolutely right, and, and you're right. Iran is so strong economically right now That's because it. of the sanctions that this president either. Uh, lifted or, you know, other provisions that he waived that has allowed them to be enriched once again from Iranian oil, and that is what's funding Hamas, Hezbollah, exactly. Houthis. Exactly. I mean, that's, I mean it's, it's just, it's counterintuitive, uh, and he actually has supported all our adversaries when it comes to energy production, but he hurts America, and he hurts our allies that rely on America for uh, clean, for, for just en- energy in general. We need an all-of-the-above approach, right? I'm for clean energy. I'm sure you are, too, right? We want to yeah. foster innovation, but yep. it needs yep. to be the free market doing it, not all these mandates that are crushing Americans and killing jobs. Yeah, it's so true. But tell us about what you're doing, helping to recover stolen IRS returns for your constituents. What's that about, please? Well, it's unfortunate. Um, the fraudsters are out there, and they are doing what they can to steal checks. They change the names, and they cash them. And then our constituents have been out uh, a lot of money uh, because these, their, their refunds have been stolen. So I brought this up at a hearing yesterday. I want to try to address this issue between Treasury and the IRS so they're not you know, sending these checks out in such obvious ways that people know that they're checks and they're stealing them. Uh, what, I, what, I, what we've experienced for about a a dozen, over a dozen individuals who have had their checks stolen, and it counts to about a million dollars. And that's in my district alone, right? So if we talk wow. about across the country, yeah. you're talking about possibly half a billion dollars in stolen checks 
um, that that people are getting hurt by. And so we want to just address this issue. We need to work with the U.S. Postal Service. We need to work with Treasury and the IRS trying to put together a working group here to get to the bottom of the cause of this, to make sure people are prosecuted, but to also make sure that we are handling this in a different way um, so that way people do not have their checks stolen this season. Yeah, by the IRS, of all people, you know. And every, t- thing, every time something happens in the government, it, go, it just goes away because they could do whatever they want to do. They could, like, with, with that aid package that is before you now, is going to come before you uh, from the Senate. They, oh, here's, here's $60 billion for this, $80 billion for that. We don't have the money anymore. And so we appreciate if you start locally like you do and like you're supposed to do, Nicole, if you're a representative, as you are, uh, we appreciate that so much because that's the only way to get things done. You know, all politics are local. Remember Tip O'Neill said that congresswoman thank you for your fight uh in the 11th congressional district and you know what nicole thank you for not forgetting your friends and coming coming on the show people forget they become big stars like you are a congresswoman and they forget about their friends you do not you come back home and we appreciate that very much well, it's always great to be with you, Joe. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks, Nicole. God bless. Take care. Nicole Maliatak is doing a great job in the 11th Congressional District. Congresswoman right there. Hey, 818 with Joe on the radio and uh, General Jack Keen. I, I'm looking forward to talking to General Jack about all that's happening with Russia and missiles and space. And he'll have the breakdown of what's going on in Ukraine. And now, apparently, Vladimir Putin whacked somebody else in a jail in Russia. What a surprise. <laughs> can't make it up every day. Debbie, you can't make it up. Oh, oh my Lord. No, it's you crazy know. stuff, right? <laughs> you know what? We got it. We got it all covered for you. And we're going to come yeah. up with a solution at the end of the four hours. Debbie's going to even get traffic. She makes it sound nice. Traffic <laughs> in New York. Are you kidding me? How we doing, Deb? I'm afraid to ask. Oh, I'll tell you what's happening, Joe. It's been pretty tough this morning on the West Side Highway South down through the 150s. Police activity from an earlier accident. Looks like only one lane getting by. Delays back to the GWB. It's an hour in at the George Washington Bridge, an hour at the Lincoln, 45 at the Holland. Still seeing volume cross Bronx West getting out toward Rosedale Avenue. A disabled truck in the right lane. Now, it looks like no empty or tandem tractor trailers at the crossing, so be careful because of the windy conditions this morning in those tractor trailers. Definitely want to take it slowly because of the wind. And looks like you're still seeing delays on the Cross Island northbound up by Jamaica Avenue. It's an accident. One lane remains blocked there. And we're seeing some ongoing issues here as you take a ride to Gun Hill Road in the Bronx at White Plains Road. It's an accident still being clear from that spot as well. Partly cloudy today, high of 44. Some snow showers overnight into tomorrow. High tomorrow, 39. You now know where not to go. I'm Debbie Duhame with Joe Piscopo, AM 970, The Answer. Debbie Duhame, that's the gal right there. This is the guy right here, Joey P on the radio. How you doing? How you doing? You all right? You all right? You look good. All right? You feel good? Not so much? You got that pain? Hey, I got something for you. Relief Factor. Yes, it will get you out of pain. I think it will get you out of pain. You know what? What other product is going to say to you that for less than 20 bucks, we could see if we can get you out of pain? And you can't move around. You got that neck pain that won't go away. Elbow, back, shoulder, knee, come on. You know, and, and then someone said to you on the radio, you know what, for 1995, if you go on this thing called the three week quick start kit, if you take that and from Relief Factor, 1995, and you get a, you get a, a guarantee, feel better or your money back guarantee. And, and if it doesn't work, you know what, thank you, but it doesn't work fair enough. Then you're out 1995. But what if it works? And for million, you know what, when I tell you over a million people have tried this three-week quick start kit that I'm telling you about, and almost 70% go on to order more, you know how many people that is? And I'm one of those people out of pain. I want you out of pain. Simple as that. 
And unlike pills that simply mask your pain for a short time, Relief Factor helps support your body's natural response to inflammation. It's 100% drug-free. Let's get you out of pain. 800, the number four, the word relief. 800 for relief or relieffactor.com. Mike Gallagher doesn't see an end. 22 Republicans joined Democrats in sending billions more to Ukraine. That's right. 22 Republican senators evidently want to embark on what I think is a fool's errand. And that is the idea that there's any end game in sight for Russia and Ukraine. Because you know what? There's not. There is simply not. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Are you ready to embark on an unforgettable expedition to Alaska this summer? Then join me, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, along with Mike Gallagher and our special guests on the Patriots Alaska Cruise, sailing over 4th of July weekend. Learn more at PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com. This experience is a chance to participate in spirited discussions and thought-provoking lectures with like-minded patriots and sought-after speakers. Seven action-packed days will chart a course toward a bright American future, all while surrounded by Alaska's rustic and natural wonders on a luxury cruise ship. You'll experience powerful creation immersed in the splendor of glaciers and fjords. Join Mike Gallagher and me, June 29th to July 6th. Secure your cabin today by calling 855-565-5519 or book online at patriotsalaskacruise.com. That's 855-565-5519, patriotsalaskacruise.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. All right, Route 22 Toyota. You know, we keep telling you about Route 22 Toyota because they got, got to get you over to Route 22 Western Hillside, New Jersey, because it's the uh, Route 22 Toyota President's Day Savings Event right now, going on right now. Okay, I'll give you a phone number, but just remember, you know, if you're driving, you're stuck in traffic a little bit, you may want to divert over to Route 22 Western Hillside, New Jersey. Alex Kinsella and the great team is there, and they'll help you through, and they got these incredible, incredible financing rates. When I tell, when I tell you, look, when I'm going to tell you these right here, it's 1.99 percent financing but and it's up to 72 months so if you have not been paying attention i got to tell you right now 1.99 percent is amazing but over 72 months is unheard of that's why alex and his team is so excited and they're going on the radio saying you got to go over to route 22 toyota and make a great great deal on the president's day savings event at route 22 toyota in hillside new jersey 973-705-8905 ask how to take advantage of the 1.99 percent financing up to 72 months and check out all the amazing vehicles route 22 toyota has to offer right there in hillside new jersey don't forget to tell them joe piscopo sent me the relief factor pain-free studio say goodbye to pain and hello to relief with relief factor today listen to us anywhere tunein.com iheartradio.com get the app at am 970theanswer.com Hey, Joe on the radio, good morning. Great to have you with us on AM 970, The Answer, the flagship station for all the Salem media. And uh, it's 824 on this Friday, February 16th. We are live as live can be. It's Piscopo on the radio, proud to bring General Jack Keane to the airwaves, a retired four-star general, chairman of the Institute for the Study of War, Fox News senior strategic analyst. General Keane, welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us, sir. Delighted to be here, Joe, with you and your audience. Thank you. 
Well, we always appreciate it. So, so Vladimir Putin took out the next guy. This is this is like an organized crime thing, uh, General Keen. It's like so. This guy Alexei Navalny dies in prison, forty-seven years old, an opponent of Vladimir uh, Putin, and and safe to say that he took the guy out. I would say, General Keen, yes. Oh, I would think so. I mean, uh, the pattern of behavior has been <laughs> quite the same. Uh, if you're an opponent of, of Vladimir Putin's, uh, you're likely going to be assassinated on the street, uh, poisoned, or something here. Uh, it, it obviously, imprisoned, and uh, Novani went into prison and was a healthy person. And uh, uh, God knows what they what they did to him uh, to, to terminate his life. But certainly, it's at the hands of the thugs and killers that uh, Putin is and, and those who are around him running the, the regime in Russia. And uh, they do operate uh, uh, like a crime organization. Uh, and it's a very accurate description of, of how they run this country. Uh, and, and it's through thuggery and uh, coercion and fear and demagoguery uh, in running the country. Well, and, and remember the guy from, remember the Wagner group? No one talks about the Wagner group who went in and then the head of the Wagner group, we thought that he was going to go into Moscow and also went away. And before you know it, this guy, uh, uh, Prigozhin, I guess his name is, dies in a plane crash mysteriously. And, and, and there is exactly what we're talking about, General. Yes. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. I mean, Prigozhin dared to do what no one else did. And that is organize a military movement, uh, and head towards Moscow with it uh, was absolutely stunning. And the fact that there wasn't a stronger response to that uh, when it was ongoing, uh, Vladimir Putin received a fair amount of criticism for that. And I think everyone looking at this, uh, to include the average person on the street in, in Moscow, knew it was just a matter of time before Bogosian met his fate, and that wow. certainly was the case. Yeah, it's it's uh, very unsettling. Uh, and 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 this, uh, General Keene, if I may, I've been dying to talk to you about this, sir. Is that when Ronald Reagan put put forth the SDI, the Strategic Defense Initiative, and everybody made fun of him? Oh, it's a Star Wars situation, and was just keeping safe space. And then President Trump comes up with the Space Force, and of course he was ridiculed for that. Now, lo and behold, we're hearing nuclear weapons from Russia capable of being in outer space to take out our satellites. Is this a valid concern, or is this just? Uh, uh, some kind of uh, diversion uh, from this administration, General? Yeah, well, I mean, it's an interesting question. I mean, what my sources are telling me is that this is space-based, and Russia uh, has not operationalized this, uh, but are, are planning at some point to have the capability to deploy a nuclear weapon in space against satellites, uh, which would blanket those satellites and, you know, impact on communication, GPS, weapons telemetry, all the things that satellites do. And, you know, they're very much a part of our everyday life as, as, uh, as we move through life and certainly as a government functions and as a military functions. But, uh, you know, it, it brings in the question, uh, you know, to what end? Would you actually employ something like that? Because, Joe, a nuclear weapon is not a weapon of precision. I mean, it's an area weapon. 
So all of our satellites that wow. we're using, wow. you know, for our, our everyday life and what the military and the government are using, they're in what we refer to as the low orbit. So if you set off a nuclear blast in the low orbit, there'd be no kinetic damage done to infrastructure and life directly on Earth. Indirectly, yes. But obviously it would take out all the satellites in the area to include, obviously, United States satellites, Chinese satellites, and also Russian satellites. So would they ever really employ something? My sources are telling me that it was, it's likely more for them to have and use as leverage against the United States, particularly in negotiations uh, going forward uh, with the United States, that they've got another instrument of war in their kit bag mm-hmm. that they can use as co- coercive uh, means it in, in dealing with the United States. Whether they would actually use it uh, because of what it would do to their own capability, you know, is, is, is questionable. So, I mean, we're spun up about it, to be sure. I've been told that the administration was actually intending, um, i take this at face value based on the person who was talking to me, mm-hmm. they were actually intending to release this information, but they were going through the process and working through the intelligence community and setting up a plan to brief the Congress on it and release the information to the American people. I don't think we have to be alarmed by this, Joe, is, mm. is, is what, my, what my conclusion is. Yeah, uh, the, the head of the House Intel Committee, uh, Turner, go, Turner uh, apparently went to the White House, and the White House leaked it out, apparently, General Keene. Uh, so we don't know what to believe as Americans anymore. But let me go to this, if I may, General. Uh, weapon, a weapon of precision. That's, that is so fascinating. We, we learned so much from you, sir. So, so, so if you have a nuclear weapon, and if, if Iran starts with that, if we keep hearing Vladimir Putin may do that in Ukraine, God forbid. So if they, they lob these things, they're not quote-unquote weapons of precision which could be catastrophic. No, I mean, a, a nuclear weapon is obviously an area weapon you know so yeah. Yeah. i mean if you take want to take out satellites <coughs> china and russia both have similar capability have missiles you know fired from the ground to take out yeah. individual yeah. satellites and then they have directed energy lasers that that would blind the sensors on our satellites and also they have electronic warfare means to interfere uh, with those sensors. All of that coming from the ground. What we are concerned about is the weaponization of space, and that is actually putting weapons in space, and they're in orbit. And they, you can activate those weapons against other space objects. And that is, uh, we know that China and Russia are developing that capability. And so that's what got people alarmed about it, is hmm. this actually going to be yeah. weapons in space, uh, which is a reality we're going to deal with. Space is another domain, just like land, sea, and the Earth's environmental air. Space is a domain that likely war will take place in that domain just as it has in the others. We have to prepare for it, and we yeah. have to defend ourselves mm-hmm. against that, that reality. 
And, and, and does a nuclear bomb react the same in space as it would on Earth, General? I don't know the physics of it, but I, I would imagine <clears throat> that it, there's a blast impact and a radiation impact just as it would yeah. uh, be on Earth uh, that would be you know quite destructive to everything. Yeah. Yeah, and in the blast and radiation uh, vicinity, and, and as I said, yeah, those who know more about this than I do uh, think the li- likelihood of Russia actually employing it is remote because of what it would do to them, and obviously it wouldn't be done unless we were in conflict operations with Russia. So our audience knows. I mean, there's serious issues here. If we mm-hmm. got into conflict operations with China. We know for a fact that the, one of the first things they're going to go for is take down our, as much of our satellite communications, uh, weapons telemetry that depends on it, our GPS capability, mm. and shut us down in terms of our ability to communicate among our military organizations and on our ability to be able to track them. That is something that they practice. And what we have, what we're doing, and working very hard at, mm-hmm. and there's been 27 launches in the, in the last year to, uh, to deal with this. Mm. We have to move away from these large, exquisite satellites that we have, you know, that can read license plate numbers, etc., and a bunch of other classified things, mm. uh, and, and move to smaller satellites and make them more plentiful, because the large, exquisite satellites. They know where they are, and they can take them down. But if we have hundreds or thousands of them, hmm. that makes the task pretty challenging. Give me an example. Elon Musk and Starlink that the Ukrainians are depending on hmm. for their communications, their weapons, telemetry, and everything yeah. has a network of 5,000 satellites, all commercial satellites, wow. much smaller than what we have. Yeah. And a very re- a very redundant capability. That's the direction that we're moving in to be able to sustain the capability that we have so yeah. it's not easily defeated. So so that space force indeed is much needed. Yes, general. Yeah, space is a is a domain that we're we're going to fight over just as we do over Ugh. the sea and the land and the air. It's just a reality. We we dominated space, and and now our adversaries are catching up to us, and in some cases, are exceeding our capabilities. Specifically, dealing with hypersonic uh, mm-hmm. glide vehicles that uh, you know move through space, and we're not able to mm-hmm. detect and track them. And we are now putting up satellites. In fact, this year, uh, to do just that that we didn't have uh, in the past to track and I- identify it. So yeah. There's a space race going on, not not to get to a another planet, yeah. but to get to uh, to protect our communications, our financial system, our military capabilities, and at the same time, it's it's inevitable that space will be weaponized. Wow, uh, General, while I have you, forgive me. Uh, I, I, it's just fascinating chat this morning. We all appreciate it. So, just to be clear, uh, when I hear the, the the term "small tactical nuclear device" and it not being a precision weapon, I mean, because I'm always afraid Putin's going to pull that out. That's what I fear of that. We're on the precipice of a of a nuclear war because of Iran and what's happening in the mismanagement of this administration, as we talked about, the lack of leadership of not shutting down Iran and 
a small tactical nuclear device can be more precision than than a regular bomb. I mean, that, is that what I is that when I hear that, I worry about it that that's what's going to happen in, for example, Ukraine, sir. No, I, I, you know, Russia has brandished that around, but I mean, I, I don't see that. I, I think the administration fell prey to it. Uh, it felt that that would be an escalation in there. Therefore, they never provided the advanced weapons when the Ukrainians want it, but they still don't have the right. fighters that right. they want. Uh, but it doesn't make any sense because we're two years into this, and if Putin set off a nuclear weapon, which would have limited impact on Ukraine, which is a very large country, they would have to set off a number of them Oof. if they wanted to truly impact Ukraine. And that that would produce a war with NATO. Uh, and Russia knows it can't win, and, and it doesn't make any sense that they would do something like yeah. that. Yeah, when they when they believe in their own mind, look at what they think they're able to do. They're going to break the will of the American political system to continue to support Ukraine. And if they do that, Russia wins. That's that's the reality. They don't need a nuclear weapon. Yeah. They believe they're defeating the will of the American people mm-hmm. to stand up and, and and have the resolve to push back on them. So they they they're taking a completely different approach. I don't see the use of a nuclear weapon. Not not that these aren't dangerous weapons, but the fact that mm-hmm. they use them and threaten their use and it helps them with their con- conventional war is something that's very different than what we've seen in the past. And I wouldn't be surprised uh, to see the same behavior by President Xi, because he's watching this. That, In other words, threaten the use of tactical nuclear weapons, what you're referring to. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're in a war with them using conventional means as a way to get us to stand down and therefore not escalate the war to the next level, because Putin has introduced that, and it has had some impact on the political will of this administration. General Jack Keane, thank you, General, so much. Have a great weekend. Thanks so much for the expertise on the airwaves, sir. Uh, thank you for your service to this country. Take care, Joe. Thank hey, you. Joe. Yes, sir. Pitchers and catchers are in spring training. <laughs> Uh, in the Yankee training camp. You've been, right. you've been, you've been so valuable and, and so precious with your time and gracious with your time. I didn't uh, even want to mention it, but I wanted to say spring training, General Keene. Here it comes. Yeah, the, the, the boys <laughs> of summer are coming. <laughs> Bravo. That's, that's the way to end it on a positive note. Thank you, General. God bless. Take care. That's great. Right. Take care. That's great. I wanted to say, I'm talking to General Keene. I'm getting a lesson, you know, from the, the gentleman from the Institute of the Study of War, you know, and he's so strategic and so laser focused on every question that I answer. I so appreciate it so much. And I'm dying to go, hey, spring training's coming up, General. What do you think? And he brings it up. You got to love General Jack Keene right there. Joe on the radio. Liz Peake's going to join us. Al's in the newsroom on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970. The answer. 34 and sunny at 840. I'm Al Gatulo with a local news first. Here's what's going on. The MTA says several transit improvement projects are on delay because of congestion pricing lawsuits. The agency facing at least six lawsuits over its plan to charge drivers upwards of $15 to enter below Manhattan 60th Street during peak hours. Board President Jamie Torres Springer says the MTA 
has already halted signal improvements on the ANC subway line, along with electrifying the city's bus fleet and contracts with the 2nd Avenue subway extension. Transit advocates say plaintiffs have nerve for pretending to stand for working-class citizens when parking in Manhattan costs an arm and a leg, calling the litigation unreal. The popular chancellor of Rutgers' newer campus, Nancy Cantor, has landed as president of Hunter College in Manhattan. Hunter College, the biggest campus in the City University of New York system, Rutgers president Jonathan Holloway, had announced last August he would not review renew her second five-year contract when it expires this June. That announcement drew criticism from leaders, including Newark Mayor Ross Baraka, as well as state lawmakers and education officials across the state. In a statement to media, Cantor says she'll miss Rutgers in Newark, but says Hunter College is very much in line with her values and commitments. In sports, uh, it was the Kings over the Devils 2-1. to one. The Rangers beat the Canadiens 7-4. The Blue Shirts have now won six straight. Stuck in traffic, Debbie Duhame's got the answer. And good morning, Al. Alternate side parking rules are back in effect. It's been tough this morning at the Hudson River crossings. The inbound George Washington Bridge still over an hour to the lower level, a little bit better to the upper level. The inbound Lincoln, that's an hour, Holland 45. Watch for delays. Cross Bronx West at Rosedale Ave, a disabled truck in the way. Still having an issue here on the Henry Hudson Parkway. That's the southbound West Side Highway down through the 150s into the 120s. Two lanes still blocked. Police activity from an earlier accident. They're still out there. It's kind of windy this this morning, so it looks like no empty or tandem tractor trailers at the crossings, including the Verrazano Bridge and the RFK Bridge. Let's go out to the Cross Island northbound at Jamaica Avenue. It's an accident over there to deal with, and we're still seeing delays on the westbound belt getting out toward Bay Parkway with the crash still being cleared. Partly cloudy today, high of 44, some snow showers overnight into tomorrow, high tomorrow 39. I'm Debbie Duhame with Joe Piscopo, AM 970, The Answer. Sponsored by Navage. Don't let a cold, sinus infection, or allergies ruin your day. Breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier with Navage. Visit Navage.com, Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, or a store near you. All right, let me tell you about Dottie Herman. You hear us talking about Dottie Herman. Dottie's a friend and uh, of all of our, uh, ours. She's been a friend for years and years, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman. And now we have her right here at the radio station, and it's really, really cool because Dottie's the foremost expert on everything regarding real estate, you know. So she's got a show, and it's on Saturday mornings. It's 10 o'clock in the morning on AM 970 The Answer. Again, Dottie doesn't have to be here. She's, you know, does so well, God bless her. But she wants to be on the show, friends with Mr. Crowley for all these years, and they they come on the radio station. Some of these folks come on the radio station, but to have someone like the magnitude of A. Dottie Herman is really, really uh, just uh, exemplary. So we're very proud to tell you about Dottie's show, Eye on Real Estate. Why I like it? Because I could tell you as you go to look at real estate and I see the volatile way real estate is nowadays. One day I'll look at something. You got your eye on something. It used to used to be able to read where the market will go. You can't anymore. It's just it's, uh, it, it, during the, these times, it's just really, really, un- you can't not get a grip on what's happening. Dottie knows it, and she's going to tell you about it on Eye on Real Estate. So before you go out, before you check out all the properties on a Saturday, we want you to tune in 10 o'clock Eastern on AM 970, The Answer, and listen to Eye on Real Estate. You want to become part of the real estate uh, uh, industry and become an agent? You can do that too. But renting, buying, mortgage, all of that, that is so confusing these days. Dottie Herman has the answer to all of it. And it's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings, 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. 
Want to improve your memory and focus? Want a more restful sleep or maybe more energy throughout the day? Learn how by tuning into Boost Your Brain Power with Dr. Eric Kaplan as he guides you on an adventure of discovery on how to help your brain and body in a natural way so you feel better, function better, and improve your quality of life. It's Boost Your Brain Power with Dr. Eric Kaplan, New York's first board-certified functional neurologist, Saturday morning at 8 on AM 970, The Answer. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, at a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion, there is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning, starting at 8 on AM 970. The Answer. Hey there, Joe on the radio telling you about Connors and Sullivan. Here's the number, 718-238-6500. You know you got to go to connorsandsullivan.com to find out about Connors and Sullivan. Why, Joe? Because if you have a philanthropic plan that you want to instill into your last wishes, you know, uh, if you got a, uh, you, you want to do a healthcare proxy, you want to do an estate plan, like I always tell you, you got everybody nipping at your heels and you want to set yourself up and protect all that you have worked so hard to do for your family. You got to protect yourself now. Now more than ever. That's why I go to Connors and Solomon. That's why I was there a couple weeks ago. I'm going back. I'm going to sign all the papers. We tweaked everything. I, I got to tell you, between you and I, because I love you, because you listen to the show, you know, I got the weight of the world off my shoulders because I went to Mike Connor, sat with Mike, sat with Eugene. Uh, Beth was there, Mike Jr. Everybody's there. They make it so easy. Can you do this? Can you do that? Make that. I want to put that. What about that person? It, I was out of there in 20 minutes, 25 minutes. I'm telling you. Now sign everything. Boom. And it's just, you work so, I know how hard you work. And no one says thank you. Let me say thank you for how hard you work. And I know how hard you work. And you know what you get from it? You get high taxes. You get rules and regulations, the tolls, everything we work against, especially in New Jersey and in New York. Protect yourself by please going to get that free in-person, I said free, in-person initial consultation with an attorney at Connors & Sullivan, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, Staten Island, 718-238-6500, connorsandsullivan.com. The Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. Say goodbye to pain and hello to relief with Relief Factor today. Everybody knows this guy. No, everybody knows he can do a radio show. Joe Piscopo. Mornings, 6 to 10 on AM 970. The answer. Joe on the radio. Liz Peak is with us, uh, joining us. Uh, Liz, welcome to the show. Sorry, we're, we're running late. I apologize for that. I know how busy you are. We appreciate you taking the time. How are you doing this morning? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Well, appreciate. I love you with Larry Kudlow. I watch you with Larry. He's great. Larry's great. The show is great, and and he goes to you on so many things. So, how do you have time to write all the, all these opinion pieces? My goodness gracious, God bless you. <laughs> I'm thinking like, oh, look at this. And uh, here, it's just from Liz Peak on the Fox News. Trump could ride special counsel's report all the way to the White House, but only if he avoids these potholes. Liz Peak, what would those potholes be, please? Well, honestly, I read, I wrote this about the time that Trump came out and talked about how uh, he would tell any NATO nation that was not pulling its weight, not, not uh, you know, spending 2% on their defense, that Russia could basically have their way with them and he would not come to their defense. Well, as you know, he said that in sort of bombast before a very 
uh, friendly audience, yep, the kind yep. of thing he says to show yep. how powerful he is, et cetera, yep. decisive, whatever. And of course, the liberal media went completely crazy with it. And, you know, we had, in, and this was wah, what made me nuts was this in the midst of the country coming to terms with the special counsel, her report on Joe Biden being, having impaired faculties. That's yeah. a pretty big story, and it's working yeah. really well for Donald Trump. So yeah. to step in the middle of that, with sort of reckless remarks, which occasion, indeed, headlines like Reckless Trump invites Russia to invade NATO countries, which is pretty much what the media took that to mean. And we know he didn't mean that. Uh, but, but look, the, the really more, more seriously, mm-hmm. Trump should be talking about the border incessantly. This is a, an issue that is tailor-made for him. He has credibility. He has fixed the border. And now it's a complete mess. And it is the number one issue for voters uh, in, in many states, not just border states. So this is something he should hammer home all the time. Number two, the economy. Because as much as the economy has gotten better in some ways, inflation has come down, the job market remains pretty healthy, the truth is people don't like this economy. They don't like paying 20 to 30% more for everything that they did, uh, you know, two or three years ago. So Again, people look at the Trump economy and they remember we didn't have inflation uh, and, you know, the wages were going up and the wealth gap was narrowing. All those things that were really very significant accomplishments, those Trump can talk about. So talk about that. And more Mm. importantly, don't just talk about what you did do. Talk about how you're going to continue or make it better in the next four years, because that's what voters want to hear. Yeah, that's honestly. Yeah. You know, don't talk about Nikki Haley's wardrobe or Nikki Haley's husband or any of these things. Just mm-hmm. stick to your script and win this election because, boy, do we need him to win this election. I know. It's going to be – he had a great day yesterday with this Fannie Willis fiasco, which was just – you can't make that up. I'm watching this, and I'm just going – and I'm riveted to this thing, and I'm going, like, oh, my gosh. But then today with this uh, Angeron thing and this uh, Tish James case, which is ridiculous, uh, he's, he's, yeah. he's going to have those fights. But despite it all, you're you're absolutely right. I see in your article, uh, Liz, uh, odd, odds makers, uh, Liz writes, have Donald Trump in the lead with one site giving him a 52% chance of winning in November – against 27% for Biden. That's extraordinary. So uh, yeah. walk softly and carry a big stick, huh? The kind of, kind of thing, Liz Peake? Well, just don't, don't, you know, right now, what Trump needs to do is drive down his unfavorables because they're very high. We knew that going into 2020, and mm-hmm. I believe it cost him the election. There are just too many people out, out there mm-hmm. who are eager to say, well, I like his policies. I can't tolerate the guy. I don't want those tweets dominating the headlines. I won't vote for him. You know, frankly, if he's, <laughs> I know this isn't a popular idea, if he's in, in the course all the time and has less chance to step on himself going forward, I'm not sure that's the worst thing. I mean, I literally, you know, let the record speak for himself, do some big rallies. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's going to be doing that throughout the year. But yeah. just yeah. Let, your, let your winning yeah. message ride. Yeah, like Jack Smith, that, that guy's the best campaign manager you could have, I guess. I mean, it's really <laughs> it's scary. Liz, thank you so much for taking the time. We'll be reading and appreciate it. Thanks for being, you know, fair, fair and objective in, in your approach. We appreciate that, Liz P. Give Larry my best, if you would be so kind to do that. Okay, I thank will. you. Thanks thank so you. Much. All the very best. Have a good weekend. Liz Peake right there. Hey, uh, 852. Whoa, we got a break. Deb's on the roads looking out for you traffic-wise. It's a Friday. How we doing, Deb? <laughs> 
It's tough this morning and this Friday morning. The southbound West Side Highway bumper to bumper down through the 120s. An accident being cleared. We're seeing delays on the Cross Bronx West at Rosedale Ave. A stalled truck inbound George Washington Bridge an hour. Lincoln one hour. Holland 45. Southbound Thruway Heavy Spring Valley getting down toward the Mario Como Tappan Sea Bridge with sun glare. Watch for delays on the Cross Island North at Jamaica Ave with a crash. And over on the westbound belt at Bay Parkway an accident. Sag to coast north at the LIE an accident up through Brentwood. I'm Debbie Duhame with Joe Piscopo, AM 970, The Answer. Urgent Camp Lejeune settlement message. On September 6th, the government announced it will soon begin providing fast, guaranteed settlements to Camp Lejeune Marines, families, and civilians. Awards will range between $100,000 and $550,000, with an option for higher amounts. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and suffered cancers of the bladder, liver, or kidneys, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's, or kidney issues, you may qualify for compensation and could be paid within 60 days after accepting your settlement with your VA benefits fully protected. You may be entitled to a significant financial award for your Camp Lejeune claim, but you must act now. Call the James Harris Law Camp Lejeune helpline now to get the compensation you deserve. We're already fighting for thousands harmed by the water at Camp Lejeune. Call now or you may forever lose your right to be awarded a settlement between $100,000 and $550,000. For your free evaluation, call 800-299-7878. That's 800-299-7878. 800-299-7878. We are proud, proud to serve, to serve our country, to serve our local communities, to wear the uniform, to be a soldier, to serve abroad when and where duty calls. We are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters to defend, to serve, to fight. We are always ready. We are always there. We are the New York Army National Guard. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. This is Dennis Prager, and now a truly exciting new benefit. My monthly online video get-together for PragerTopia Plus members only. For an hour each month, get an exclusive chance to ask me anything. I'll be answering your questions. I've never done this. Submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com. This is our chance to connect like never before. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Listen to AM970, The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. This is Joe Piscopo. The following is a medical minute sponsored by my friends at InfuCareRx. InfuCareRx.com. Improving quality of life one patient at a time. Is your audience aware that a wide range of infusion therapies may be covered under your Part D or Part B Medicare benefit? Some of the therapies that may be included are immunoglobulin, otherwise known as IVIG, and subcutaneous IG, antibiotics, parental nutrition, and even specialty injectables and infusibles. InfuCare RX has a knowledgeable and extensively experienced benefit management team who are here to assist you with all your needs. If you receive infusion therapy, it may be done in the convenience of your home. InfuCare RX also accepts most commercial insurances, PBM plans, and Medicaid. InfuCare RX is a nationwide full-service home infusion therapy provider. This Medical Minute is sponsored by InfuCareRx, and the information, comments, or views expressed by the guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of InfuCareRx. Please consult your medical professional for any medical questions, opinions, or guidance. The Eric Metaxas Show, tonight at 11 on AM 970. The Answer. Hey! 
Joe on the radio, five minutes before nine o'clock. John Woodward's in the uh, Weather Answer uh, room over the, where they go. They broadcast from an undisclosed location. I, I don't know why, but it's, I think it's an underground bunker. John, welcome. Welcome back. How are we doing weather-wise today? <laughs> uh, getting off to a windy and chilly start. Gusty wind. Temperatures in the 30s right now, so bundle up. But uh, later today, we do creep up to 42, and the wind should gradually diminish. <laughs> Clouds up tonight. We'll get a little snow late tonight, tomorrow morning. Coating to an inch or so. So do watch out for some uh, slick roads and sidewalks tomorrow morning. Otherwise, partly sunny, windy later tomorrow, the high 38. Clouds and sunshine on Sunday. Not a bad day with a high near 40. All right. Well done, John. Thank you very much. Uh, coming up on 9 o'clock. Where, where are those guys anyway? How do we know where they are? They're yeah, an underground we bunker we really, somewhere. We really don't, we're not supposed to say where they are. <laughs> I know. But, you I, know, know, I, know right. I know. I know. Yeah, I love it, though. Location. I love it. But that's then a I professional. Went, he heard the they, J just came. Uh, i got to get my weather report. Keep going. That's Bang. it. That's it. That's love it. it. I like it, man. Where's uh, Joe Lum- and Joe Lumberg doing well. He's on the bike. He emails me occasionally. Oh, that's nice. Very well. yeah, Biking in undisclosed location. Is he still yeah. wearing the pink leotard? <laughs> yes, wear the pink oh, leotards out there. Him. All right. <laughs> you know? Good. That's great. I don't miss that image. <laughs> Mm. Hey, Hogan Gidley's jumping up. We're gonna. We have That's time right. at the. Oh, good. We could dance a little bit on the nine yes, o'clock hour. Yes. Oh, we got a lot to get into because I want to talk about. I see that Taylor Swift gave a hundred thousand dollars to that uh, gal that was killed in Kansas City. I oh, thought that was very see? nice. Yeah, That's I'm great. telling you. That's I'm great. telling you. And then somebody broke down why they don't like her because who she votes for. And, who cares? And, and like, what she's I, going on? Who and cares? Her, and then and then something about the Kelsey guy. With, he was representing Pfizer with the shots. Uh, you know, I all understood. I understand the criticisms. I really do. But but I don't know. I just think it's a good thing. They, she performs three and a half hours. She gets on a plane. She comes with her guy. Yeah, how long is this going to last? You don't know. And she just gave a hundred grand to that poor lady that got killed no. senselessly. So they're, you got to give her credit. They're they're questioning Amy Schumer. Why is her face puffy? Who cares? <laughs> Don't look. Who oh, cares? Amy Schumer's face is puppy out? I didn't know that. <laughs> exactly. Nobody cares. Stay tuned. Right. We'll be talking about that when we come back. Uh, on AM 970, the answer. Hey, coming at you. All right, Joe. All right, Al. All right, Debbie. We're locked and loaded for the 9 o'clock hour. Don't go away because we are coming right back. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970. The answer. 33 degrees at 8.59. I'm Al Gattulo with local news first. Here's what's going on. A high-ranking FDNY official is urging Congress to take action to regulate lithium-ion batteries that cause fires. The Chief Fire Marshal Daniel Flynn was on Capitol Hill yesterday calling for federal safety regulations in front of House members. Lithium-ion batteries caused 268 fires in New York City alone last year. The city recently passed legislation to ban the sale and uh, and use of refurbished ones. A former stockbroker from Manalapan sentenced to more than three years in prison for bilking people out of upwards of 1.2 million. 49-year-old Anthony Mastriani Jr. reportedly scammed at least 14 investors, some of them senior citizens, sentenced for a fraudulent loan of more than $96,000 from COVID emergency relief funds. Federal authorities are saying the scheme targeting more than a dozen victims took place from 2017 through August of 2022, according to the Asbury Park Press. And Wendy's adding a sweet treat to its breakfast lineup from another fast food chain. Beginning February 26th, Wendy's will partner with Cinnabon to add a new baked good to its early menu called Cinnamon Pull-Aparts. Editor-in-Chief of Trade Publication Restaurant Business, Jonathan May, says it's common for fast food restaurants to partner with brands they may not consider direct rivals. It's a way to get the brand to reach well beyond its existing store base. You now know what's going on. I'm Al Gatulo, AM 970.